I think they're a mix of calm and crazy. They're just fun. They're like a married couple. They're hilarious. SAFM Breakfast. We're back and soda. Start listening. <laughs> Welcome along to our podcast. Well, Friday already, Rebecca Morse. We are off to team building night tonight. Oh, my gosh. Will you catch me if I fall? <laughs> we don't oh, exercise. Right. I don't know. Do we have to do icebreakers? We're no. going to the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Whole team together. Yeah. I know. Fun. Drinks I... and a show. Oh, yeah. how good. Mm. Um, also, um, I want to ask you, because mm-hmm. obviously there's a group of about 10 of us going, I think, from the team. Right. Can I sit next to you in the in the tent when we see the show? Wow. Well, well, I planned on having the, the drinks and the food, um, but I've seen this show. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I've seen I've this show. Yeah. yeah. What what one is it again? <laughs> you. Oh, you're going to do a phantom. You're trying to oh? skip out now. He will go. He will oh, go no. to get Come another on. round of drinks, I'm, and we'll never see him I'm again. I'm not going to like touch your leg or anything. I just think it'd be really nice for us to sit together. A little ghosty, eh? <laughs> I'll get the drinks, guys. <laughs> see you Monday. Pew. I'll uh, sit next to you, Beck. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. John Bleeby. Do we have to sort of talk and <laughs> talk about ourselves and all that sort of thing, or is it just like drinks and relax? I feel like we talk about ourselves for three hours a day. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> Let's get into this podcast right now. It's Beck and Soda on SAFM. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Uh, we've got there, final end of the week. Um, uh, now, you fringed it up last night. I did, Again. I did. I went with my school girlfriends, yes. uh, I'm such a cliche, to see a show called Midlife, which was basically oh. about the pause and the mood swings and the hair that grows in places. It was very funny. How many people were in your little group, uh, your posse? There th- seven of us. How many are going through the pause, do you reckon? Um, <laughs> we're all pretty much Perry. Really? Yeah. So I imagine the discussion for all, amongst all of you was about who's probably the moodiest, the hairiest, the sweatiest, the hottest? Yeah, a bit of chat around that. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you take any of the crowns? Um, I'm probably the grumpiest. No. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Really? Well, I think, I mean, you add sleep deprivation. Deprivation and, and lack of language skills as well mm. into that it really exacerbates the mood. So this was the group of friends who remember I went away with and I got really grumpy with Kaz because she double dipped the chip. Yes, she put the mayo in the do. chip. So last night when yeah. we went for dinner, she was very very <laughs> nervous of course uh, not to double dip the chip. So that's how I've rep- a reputation of being super moody. Is everyone else in the group are they policing her chip dipping, or was yeah. it just you that were it? Was just it? me. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else right. cared yeah. except yeah. for me. I was I'm the chip. Yeah. I'm the double dip police. So and yeah. Did she uh, look very nervous? Yeah, well, she she commented. She goes, look, I've just Mm. dipped the mayo. I'm dipping the sauce separately. I was like, see, you're growing and learning, and now our friendship has just deepened because you've acknowledged my needs. Yeah. Uh, and Did she uh, feel reciprocated yeah. that the friendship had deepened, or yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. she's just. I think it's. I think it's a relationship based in fear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like a marriage. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Anyway, midlife. If you're in a midlife crisis, yeah, I can cool. recommend. Well, I mean, there were two men in the audience, but yeah. I feel they probably had regrets. <laughs> Marrying their wives or going along? <laughs> yeah. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. I just stole your glasses this off fantastic. your head yeah. um, because I wanted to see what they looked like. I wanted to take like a naughty secretary selfie. <laughs> and I just looked Hang on. Naughty. Stop for a moment. So I, I've wear, I wear glasses for reading for probably the last few years because mm. you know, your eyes start to deteriorate mm. a little bit. So you've borrowed them to take a naughty <laughs> Secretary I selfie. I just wanted to see what I looked like. The, the most important thing is who was going to be the recipient yeah. of the naughty. This is 
James. This is um, this is like yeah. a mild version of a DP. Yeah. Sending it and to yeah, your husband. Yeah, that's about as raunchy as I get. Look, here's me with glasses on. <laughs> Did you send them to him? No, I'm just keeping it on file. On for, file. for a rainy day. In case you need it. <laughs> anyway, um, I popped them on mm. and uh, because I've got 20-20 vision last time I had my vision yeah. tested a couple of years ago. And then I looked down at the paper. Yep. And the print was so clear. <laughs> oh, you can read now. Can I can read. read. I think... I think I need them. I think well, I need my eyes tested. Let's. Um, well, I think what we need to do. Can yeah. you um, put them on? Let's get so, a little uh, pick. Hang on, though. If I put them on, though, something might happen to you. You know. Oh, because it's sexy feel, secretary. Exactly. Yeah, you right. might. Who are you gonna? Who are you gonna arouse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I let's be, be honest. Responsible for the feelings <laughs> you might have when I put okay, them okay. on. All right. All right. All right. You okay. put them on. Put them on. Put them on. Let me see. Let me go. Good morning, Mr. Soderstrom. Nah, nothing. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. First of March, it is the first day of autumn. Pinch and a punch. Which means, of course, uh, now these vaping laws have come in, Mm. um, tobacco and vaping laws. Uh, Now, we just heard Sean tell us about them. So, Beck, it essentially means you can't have a a vape in what areas? Ah, lots. Public swimming pools, beaches uh, near the flags and jetties near schools, hospitals, event venues uh, and playing areas uh, for your kids' sports. Right. This is how it was covered on 7 News last night. Those caught smoking or vaping in any of the banned zones face on-the-spot fines of $105. There'll be no random patrols. The public are the chief investigators. It's their job to dob in vapours flouting the rules using this online form. Right, dob in a data. That's essentially (laughs) what we're talking about. Um, So what we've been doing this morning Mm. is trying to find out, there's so many questions in this because it affects every single one of us, if you're a vapor or not. Um, So there is a tobacco and vape e-cigarette reporting form. But you've got a copy of it there. Yeah. So what you do is you select your main issue. Is it an illegal sale of products? Is someone smoking or vaping in the area? You know, is there a display of tobacco products at a point of sale? Mm. Which be? Or you sort of click it, mm. then you fill in your details. Um, you can upload photos. So I don't know if we're going to have all these people running <laughs> oh, around no. town with their cameras just hitting vapors who are having a vape out the front of a school. Oh, my gosh. Snitches the, get stitches, you know. This could end badly. <laughs> the thing that gets me, though, if I see some random bloke yeah. having a data or a vape while he's waiting at school pickup and I send a pic and bother to go to this website which you need to Google search tobacco and vape reporting <laughs> form to fill out. Mm. And then I upload his pick. Mm. How on earth are they going to find this dude? Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I know. Like, it's going to be very difficult for I them to know. police. And you don't want to be that person who's going up and saying, oh, mate, you can't vape mm. here. It's, um, yeah, it's going to be so hard. Hopefully, I, I guess they're, they're relying on people to do the right thing. I love, well, I don't know if they're trying to deter people by saying this is the, I don't think this process can work. I'd love to see that it does. And I I really, really support the the rules and the laws. I think it's fantastic. Um, But I just don't know how you're going to do it. They're also not as obvious as a cigarette either because people kind of just subtly put them up. But you can see the, the big <laughs> the puff massive of smoke. That, that's the giveaway, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, just... look, I'm just spitballing <laughs> here, guys. Look, I like the idea. I just do not know how they're going to police this. We've been actually, um, producers Lee and Rach have been trying to get on SA Health all morning to get some answers to help you guys mm. with some of these you know, questions. Like, How on earth are we going to be able to stop these people from doing it? Um, and it's come up with... Not a lot of info. Well, so if you far. don't have the person's name, yeah. how the hell do you? Uh, and you have a 
Yep. Grainy photo of them standing outside a yep. hospital with a, a vape yep. in their hands. Right. It's going to be hard to police. We are all just going to become vigilante vape police. <laughs> the vape police. The vape police. Step away from the vape. You're too close to the score. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Um, we, we need to organise some counselling for producer Rachel outside what? because um, just moments ago, the poor thing was just sitting there on the phone working yeah, extremely hard. What, what have you done to her? Yeah, what have you done man. to Rachel? She's looking a bit shocked. She's just stunned. I'm actually yeah. concerned just, for her okay. welfare. Oh, I'm like, this is okay. embarrassing. Well, I just, I'm, I just well, told we're her worried to, for her. I just told her to give the ladies five minutes, the ladies what? room, because <laughs> I, I don't know whether this happens to other people, but coffee has a bit of a laxative effect oh, on me, oh, and I. I oh, had dear. a bit of an emergency, a toilet oh, emergency. Come on. I took one mouthful of my oat flat white and things started moving and I had to run. <laughs> what? And then she just said, Are you okay? And I said, Look, I'm fine, but I just probably wouldn't use the cubicle number three for a while. Oh, my dear. What? Stop saying I, these I'm, things. I can see now there are, there are a bunch of blokes in fire suits with hazmat tape and they have covered the whole oh, women's toilet. Hey, Rachel, you there? Rachel, you okay? You're I'm okay. not okay. <laughs> you asked, babe. I just wanted to let you know and to take you on the journey with me. Rach, if you need to use the toilets, right, yeah. you can just go to the men's, but give us warning. We'll make sure no one goes in there. Oh, because so I sorry. can tell you right now, you need more than a mop and bucket in cubicle three. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, you absolutely mm. were disgusted in something I admitted to you yesterday. <laughs> and not, I think I, I stand by it. It's not what you admitted this morning, only in the uh, last 20 minutes. Mm. Yesterday, we were talking about um, Sabrina Carpenter. Now, she was the young lady who supported Taylor Swift on her concert. And she just said, I cannot stand Vegemite. She said she's terrified of it. Terrified of Vegemite. And then you turned around and backed her. Yeah. And then just said, no, it is disgusting. I've never liked it, not even as a child. In fact, I never remember actually having it. The smell just put me off. Un-Australian. That salty, ugh. the fact it's called yeast extract just makes me think of... Un-Australian. You are not a true Australian. Listen to these kids, they're loving it. And these boys. It gave them rosy cheeks, mate. I hate it. And then you come out and said, you don't like peanut butter. But is peanut butter's not, not no, exclusively that's not, Australian? No, not I'm just not a big Australian. fan of spreads. I'm not a big fan of toast. I'd rather have... A, I'd rather have some yogurt. Right. The f- yogurt. The fact you say yogurt <laughs> yeah. it means you're a flog. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. The, what do you call it? Flog. Yogurt. Flog. No. All right. Flog. Yogurt. How many, how many Megans do you call Megan or Megan as well? Flog. Right. Un-Australian. Mm. That is as un-Australian as anything. Look, I mean, I like backyard cricket. I like koalas. <laughs> Football, meat pies, kangaroos and holding cars. Yeah, that's it. I don't like meat do? pies, yeah. but I'll smash a lentil pie, as I've told you many times. Is that Honestly, Australian I, also? I don't know what's more un-Australian than not liking Vegemite. Angela from Golden Grove, uh, what is more un-Australian than not liking Vegemite? The pie floater. Oh, I am. Oh, hang on. Yeah, no. I what do you mean yeah. the humble pie floater? Oh my god, I can't stand them. The look, the smell, it's just so gross. Oh. Um, it makes me just want to barf just oh, thinking of it. And whoever thought of this concoction must have been off their chops at the time, oh. honestly. It's a good point. Someone would have come across off chops is a really good term that I haven't heard for a little while. I also think barf is un-Australian. I think, don't we just say a good old vom here in Australia? I think oh. barf's very American. Mm. Well, okay. <laughs> 
Um, the pie for me, the old Thank pie. You, the pie cart. Thanks, Ange. The mm. pie cart used to be at the front of the casino and, and the post the office. Yeah, yeah, the post yeah. office. There was one, I think, on the parade mm-hmm, for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's more un-Australian than not liking your Vegemite or your pie floater? All right. What are you? Hang on, the boss has rocked in here. What are you laughing at? We are talking yes. about what is un-Australian because I hate Vegemite. Uh, and Flack, what is un-Australian about you? He's the best. I don't own hmm. pluggers. What? Pluggers. I don't own pluggers. I have oh, not Oh, like double worn... pluggers. Yeah, like, double pluggers. Like, like thongs. pluggers. Like thongs. 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 <laughs> well, calling them pluggers probably isn't the most Australian thing we've seen so far today. But... Isn't that what you call them? Uh, well, thongs. thongs. Well, I've pluggers. Heard of, I've yeah. Double pluggers. I'm yeah. not sure if there's a single plugger. Pluggers. But anyway. He used to stand at full forward for St Kilda and Sydney. Mate. Um, I know. He's my favourite footy player of all time. He would be. <laughs> So, um, um, is it because of you? You don't want to show off your toes, or what no? Is I just think they're a bit bogan. And I grew up oh. in a. I grew oh, up in a bogan house. Bloke. <laughs> this is a bloke with yourself. a tribal tattoo <laughs> on his arm. His dad's still got one of the all-time great mullets, and I think he's got a big Ned Kelly tattoo across his back. Okay, the the tattoos were silly mistakes in my early twenties. And yes, I grew up in a bogan household. My dad is a massive bogan with the world's best mullet. Your dad's mullet is awesome. But I just, I mean, you you wear. Pluggers every day right. to work, and I, I just—I I know it's un-Australian, but I don't when, own pluggers. When do you think it's the last time you wore a pair of thongs? Honestly, <laughs> maybe when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, I reckon on school camp when you had to have a shower in your thongs for some reason. G-strings oh, are another matter, though, <laughs> yeah. am I right? What do you, um, what do you, when you beat the beach on your feet? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I'm 40, pasty, and fat. I don't go to the beach. <laughs> okay? Okay? Hey, yeah. I, can, um, I can help you with that yeah. self-esteem work that you yeah. want to look for. Don't yeah. put yourself down, no, mate. No, I just, right. That's I Beck's don't, job. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, get out of here. We've got, we got calls guys. to take. Go and fill out our payslips, All right, please. so All not right. owning thongs is un-Australian. Absolutely. Minimum two-pair ownership is what you need to be Australian. Amanda from Port Lincoln, what's un-Australian? Tomato sauce. What do you mean, tomato sauce? Ooh. I hate it. <gasps> Oh, what? no. Oh. Amanda. Amanda, what do you put on your pies? I, no, not sauce, nothing. Plain. Mm. Just a right. plain old okay, pie. Yeah, right. no, that's definitely un-Australian. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Nadine in Coralta Park, what is un-Australian? Um, firstly, Beck, if you don't like Vegemite, you're not eating it right. Oh. How do you eat yours, Nadine? Well, you've obviously got to put tons of butter and just like a smear of Vegemite. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. But but for, for me, the most un-Australian thing, which completely riles me up, is when you let someone in on the road and they don't bloody give you a courtesy wave. Yeah, here, here. Oh, like, yeah. I do a double wave just to make sure that they've seen it, like the, a pre it. and then like afterwards, just in case you missed it. Like, yeah. like don't be rude. I'm letting you in, man. Like, it's, yep. that's part of the Aussie culture. You oh, have to courtesy wave. I agree, yeah. Nadine. And mm. once somebody gave me a peace sign when I let them in, and I loved that. A they were sign. like, peace, brother. And I was like... That's cool. I'll go as far as to get the window down, hand out, and thumb up. Yeah, thumbs up. Love that. Right out of the car, particularly if someone's moved you in, because then you give them the thumb up, and you can watch their reaction in your rear vision mirror. And then sometimes you see their wink, the nod, or the hand up, and you go, that is a real connection. That's a bond we've created. Absolutely. (laughs) Just having great road etiquette. Nice. All right. uh, Lockie in the southeast. What's more un-Australian than hating Vegemite? Oh, I cannot stand it when I see people eating a burger, a nice juicy burger with a knife and fork. <laughs> That's good, Lockie. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I so agree. Yeah. Makes me absolutely mad. Yes. Hey, Lockie, you're a boy from the southeast I see here. Uh, where's your town? Uh, Mount Gambia. Right. How mm. often have we seen the knife and fork come out in the burgers in Mount Gambia? Oh, well, there's plenty of takeaway stores here, so yeah. quite often. 
yeah, well, Lockie, mm. can you police this? Start ripping hey. into people. Yeah. Can yeah. you police this well, for Lockie, us? Lockie, yeah. what are your thoughts on um, on a veggie burger? Oh, get it out. <laughs> <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. We are looking for the most expensive thing you've lost, and if you have got the most expensive thing in town that you have lost, we will induct you into our Gallery of Greats. You get the Golden Greater trophy, and we'll put you up on our Wall of Fame. Beck, you've lost your diamond yeah. out of your ring. Sadly, I'm the cautionary tale. I've lost, yeah, I've lost my engagement rock. I have looked everywhere, and I cannot find it, so I have an empty claw at the moment. Uh, Bianca in Woodville Park, what did you lose? I lost my $600 brand new Sassan Bide dress that I'd never worn. I accidentally put it in the clothing donation bin. Oh, Bianca, did it still have the tags on it? Yes, yes, I had the tags on it. I just, I dream about it sometimes. I look in the clothes bin. I actually went back and tried to have a look in the bin. It wasn't really gone. Did you drive around all the salvos trying to find it in the front window? I did, I still do. Oh, really? I'm going to find it somewhere. (laughs) I tell you what, someone would have got a bargain. I mean, even if it still had the tag on it, you'd think they couldn't... How much do you reckon they charge for a, a six hundred dress oh, brand new? I reckon they'd probably. Pro- I, there's not much in um, secondhand stores over a hundred. No. Yeah. So they. Yeah, wow. they've got a real bargain. Wow. If if you got Bianca Sassenbide yeah. brand new with well tags, dress, well done. Well done. Thirteen ten sixty. Maybe mm. you can. Congratulations, trade it. Uh, okay, Jess. Six hundred. Jess from Mount Barker. Um, what's the most expensive thing you lost? So I've lost all four passports and a thousand dollars cash. So three thousand in total. Oh, Jess. <gasps> I was about to say. How did you lose them? But that would be a stupid question because you would know where to find them then, wouldn't you? Indeed, I would. Um, <laughs> where did they go? Uh, in the bin. <gasps> oh, no. How you threw it out happen? with the rubbish. Uh, my kids were cleaning up because I had COVID and they've accidentally thrown a bag out that they shouldn't have. Oh, no. no that is that makes me feel ill and no, it takes don't. so long to fill out all the paperwork for <laughs> passports as well. Oh, as what a pain nightmare. in the butt. Duncan from Highbury. Morning, Dunk. Uh, most expensive thing you've lost? Uh, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Karen from Ranella, what have you lost? Um, yeah, so my sister and I, when we were quite young, uh, decided to play dress-ups and uh, went through mum's jewellery box and uh, put all her engagement wedding ring and eternity ring on and uh, mm. my sister lost them in the front garden, never to be found again. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah. mean, no doubt you guys and your mum would have spent hours looking in the garden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So about probably eight grand's worth, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, can, can I ask, how, how could you not find them in the front garden if that was the only place where you were? Yeah, I don't know. We we all searched high and low and just, yeah, couldn't couldn't find them. So Maybe someone um, came past with a metal detector in the meantime. Mm. I don't know. I had a girlfriend suggest the other day we could get a metal detector out 30 years later and try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. They might be worth a lot more well, now. All right, so we're up to eight grand. Brooke in two wells. Can you beat that? I can. Uh, I lost my engagement ring. How much? It was $12,763. Oh, dear, Brooke. <laughs> That's oh, what I was valued no. at. My partner paid a little bit less, yeah. um, but yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, any idea where and how? So I took it off when I was cleaning. I had put it in my handbag and mm. just forgotten to put it back on. Uh. Um, and later that day, I went to the car wash um, and I was cleaning the car and I was vacuuming under the seat, and I, I heard something go up there, but I thought it was just a coin. Yeah. Um, 
So I didn't think anything of it, and I thought my ring was still in my handbag. Yep. Um, and later, went to look for my ring a few days later, my bad, um, and it was gone. So I, yeah, I'm pretty certain that that's what I vacuumed up at the car wash. Oh. Did, you, did you go back to the car wash? Because where's all that stuff get collected? I don't know. I was I was tempted to ring, but by the time I figured it out, I'm I surely I wouldn't get it back. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. You, that's that sick feeling. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we're up to almost 13 grand. Amelia in Woodcroft, uh, the most expensive thing that's been lost. Um, so my partner had a big night one night in town mm. and uh, had his Rolex watch on. Ooh, must be nice. On his way home, he decided that he would take it off, <laughs> thinking oh. that he put it in his jacket pocket, but it has been lost ever since. Oh, no. no. So he had, was he coming home in a, t- in a cab or something? He came home in a cab. He couldn't remember what even the cab company was. So it's not like we could contact them. There was no F-post receipt because he paid cash for the cab. Oh, um, no. He's still adamant to this day that it's in the house somewhere and he brought it home with him, but he hasn't. No. It's been lost forever. So oh. one lucky cab driver in Adelaide That's is a very lucky man. And how did he end up with the Rolex? Was it like a special occasion or because how much are they worth? Um, About $20,000. Oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. Was it a gift or he bought it? Uh, it was it was a gift. He bought it. Well, it was a gift that he got uh, given to him for his uh, wedding. Our wedding. Oh, Amelia, Amelia. Wow. Oh, well. Uh, hey, here's some consolation. <laughs> you have been added to Beck and Soda's Gallery of Greats. <laughs> Oh, Amelia. Well, I guess there's a positive to him, but yeah. Um, I think I'd rather the 20K Rolex. Always a silver lining. I think I'd rather it back, for sure. Uh, yeah. What's your partner's name? Sam. Sam, mate, you are going to go up onto our wall of fame. You'll mm. get the golden grater. Oh, and just to make life a little easier, Amelia, we're going to flick you a voucher to go and do some shopping at Rundle Mall. I can confirm it's not a $20,000 <laughs> voucher, so apologies. <laughs> Thank wow. you so much. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda, 6 to 9 weekdays. SAFM.